Hello everyone, it's Dylan from Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything and welcome back to another episode of the Voices from the Shadow Realm podcast where we sit down with the many different men and women that helped bring the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime to life and I am joined today here in episode 7 with a very special guest, Allison Lee Rosenfeld. Allison, thank you so much for coming on. How are you doing today? Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm I'm doing real good today. I went for a run this morning. Oh, I'm feeling really good. Yeah. Good. How about yeah. you? How are you doing today? I, I'm doing great. You know, doing as good as you can for being in New Jersey where it's freezing cold. <laughs> um, but, you know, yeah. can't, can't complain. Everything's good. Um, but thank, thank you for asking. So for those <laughs> of, of you that course. don't know, although I'm sure most of you do, Allison uh, voiced many different characters throughout Yu-Gi-Oh, specifically Zexel, Arc 5, and Vrain's uh, Rio in Zexel was a big one. The Tyler Twins in Arc 5, Queen in Yu-Gi-Oh! Brains, and then Yu Bell in Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links, which is another uh, pretty cool one. So we are going to get into all that, but Allison, I always like to start these by just letting the guests introduce themselves, going over all the roles that you played. Um, if you would, that would be awesome. Sure. So, hi, I am Allison Lee Rosenfeld. You can call me Allie. And in addition to that that very large Yu-Gi-Oh! resume, you may also know me from Pokemon. I voiced Nurse Joy, Bonnie, Sophocles, a whole bunch of creatures, including female Pikachu. Uh, I also voiced Polly Pocket and Strawberry Shortcake, a bunch of characters in Gundam and a lot of video games. I, I've been doing this a long time. Yep, yep. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those performers who, according to my parents, came out of the womb singing. So it's just always been in me. It's always been something I knew that I wanted to do. And I feel really, really fortunate that it gets to be my job. Yeah, absolutely. And not only your job, but uh, with, with a lot of really great success. I mean, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! are, of course, two of the, the biggest anime there are. And, of course, that's just a credit to you and your drive and your abilities, obviously. Oh, um, thank you. Yeah, of course. I, I also have to say it's also, you know, being at the right place at the right time. Like, luck and timing absolutely played a factor in, in my career. And also, frankly, having a really incredible support system between my, yeah. my family and my friends, you know, I, I, I never doubted that I could do it. And I think that that confidence is a really, really, really powerful asset to have. Yeah, it's very well said. Self-belief and confidence can take you so far. I mean, it really so can. So far. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. No, really. Um, no, that's awesome. And, you know, I'd love to know um, how specifically you kind of got your start in Yu-Gi-Oh! I believe Pokemon was one of your, I don't know if it was your first, I know it was one of your first kind of roles. I know Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexel with Rio came shortly after that, but I'd love to know, um, you know, just kind of how you um, got to that stage in your career uh, with Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. So I was on Pokemon first, um, and it's so funny because I think a lot of times fans think that, like, with Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! and even, like, Digimon, that there's some, like, you know, we're like the sharks and the jets and we're all going to, like, fight each other kind of thing. But in actuality, <laughs> a lot of us are friends, a lot of us are colleagues, a lot of us work on all these different projects together. Yeah. So I had been doing Pokemon for a while, and Tom Wayland, who was the director of Pokemon at the time, uh, was good friends with Darren Dunstan, who was and still is the wonderful director of Yu-Gi-Oh! And he was like, I'm going to I'm gonna recommend you over to Darren. And, you know, if there, I think there's parts coming up for the new series, and, you know, we'll see what happens. And very fortunately, my first round of auditions for Darren, I booked Rio. Wow. Um, so I was, you know, 
front and center on the show real fast. Yes. And developed this really fantastic, you know, friendship and rapport with Darren, who is an incredible director and frankly is also a musical theater nerd like I am. So a lot <laughs> of times his directions to me would be like, no, it's a little more Mama Rose. And I'd be like, oh, got it. Like it was just always in these fun, like musical theater references yeah. to like really link me into like, where are we and what's happening in this moment for my character? <laughs> That's amazing. You know, it's so funny. Yeah. This is the, uh, I think, sixth episode that we've done. And every single episode, Darren Dunstan's name comes up. And it, it's just a testament to, to who he is and the influence yeah. that he had positively on, on so many of you guys. Um, it, it really is amazing. Absolutely. And I think it's no small feat that he, you know, he was an actor first. Mm -hmm. And so he really understands how to speak to actors, what it is we need to do our job really well. And he just, he gets it, you know, he really gets it. And I think you can hear it in our performances that it's a collaboration and we find the characters together and he really like leads us to, you know, the best, the funniest, the most dramatic choice. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's very well said. Um, also, I, it's so exciting interviewing someone like yourself as well for me because I've done a couple of episodes with people who worked on Yu-Gi-Oh! at the very beginning with the original series. And then I've done a lot that have worked on the newer shows. Like that was their first roles, like in Vrains and uh, Sevens. You're, you're a starting point where you're kind of in the <laughs> middle with Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexel. And so... You know, it's not Yu-Gi-Oh! had been around for a good amount of time. So, like, what was your familiarity with the franchise before booking Rio in Zexel? It's so funny. I it's a it's a property that I knew about, like mm -hmm. I had heard of in the same way, like, oh yeah, I know some people like play the cards and some people watch the show, but I I wasn't one of those kids. But the funny thing is, you know, when I first started doing Comic-Con appearances, and whether it was for Pokemon or for Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, people would say to me, oh, you're the voice of my childhood. Yeah. And when I first started doing cons, it was, you know, 10 years ago. And I was like, mm, not really me. I think it was people who came a little before me. <laughs> but now, now I go to cons and people are like, you're the voice of my childhood. And I am. <laughs> yeah, you are. No, you really are. <laughs> that, that's so funny. And then, so yeah. you, you obviously, you, you voice Rio, which was, which I loved your performances, Rio, in Zexel. You. You're very welcome. And then we move on to Arc 5. And you had a couple of roles, right? You played Riley. Did you, you played some of the younger kids, right, in Arc 5? Yes. Riley, Allie, um, and then Grace and Gloria Tyler. Yes, uh, the Tyler twins. Five. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah, by the yeah. way, the Tyler twins, um, the way that they, I'm sure, I, I can tell you probably had a lot of fun with, with that role, right? <laughs> oh, my God. So, the thing is, with, with dubs, and, you know, obviously, Yu-Gi-Oh! is a dub. It was originally done in Japanese, and then we, you know, over, you know, we do it here. Right. Um, you very rarely have the opportunity to, like, ad-lib, because it's, you know, like, like, what their mouth does is what it does. There's no changing the animation. But this was the one, these two roles were the two roles where I was able to improv sometimes. And things that came out of my mouth were not in the script, but I would just throw them in and see if they'd make it. And most of them did. My particular favorite being like, we're jumping off a bridge. And I'm like, yellow! <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just remember 
when when the Tyler twins got when they got to that point in the dub, I mean, it broke Twitter because people were were found it so entertaining some of the lines um that that you delivered. And like, if I had to guess any characters that there may have been some improv in, it's always those two characters. Because oh the thing, yeah, I mean, oh my god, it was it, yeah. Your your performances them uh, was great. And I was gonna ask if there was any improv, and obviously you kind of just alluded yes. to the fact that there was. Yeah. Well, what's funny is that the, the adapters were not, and at the time, you know, I was young, millennials. And so I'd be like, mm, like, we wouldn't really say this word. We'd more say like this word. And they'd be like, oh, okay, trust the young person in the room. Yeah, right. And so I would just like kind of, you know, make it a little younger sounding than, and a little cooler sounding than it was on the script. And so that was really fun to have the freedom to get to do that as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then as for voicing twins, I mean, there's got to be some some challenges there, right? Because you have to sound similar, but like not too similar, where you can't tell the difference. So, like, what was what were the challenges of voicing the uh, the Tyler twins, if there were any for you? Oh, I mean, it was a really fun challenge. Yeah. Uh, you know, so first it was okay. So they obviously have very different personalities, even though they're twins. So really leaning into what are the things that make them different, and really sticking to. Um, you know, what it is vocally that distinguishes them. So I, I would often want to do, um, you know, the like the, the leader, the one who is a little deeper and a little more womanly. And then I could kind of like, you know, counter out, <laughs> counteract her with, you know, counterbalance her with like the kind of more valley girl. So it was really fun to really try to keep them as separate as possible. Of course, there are moments where, you know, like they're very excited or they're battling and it's like a little harder, but but it, it, it was always fun to find those like crunchy moments where I'd have to find what distinguishes them. Yeah, no, and I, I think you did a, a good job. Um, It's been a bit, but I think Gloria was the older sister. And yes, my Grace, brain was like, which one is it? Yeah, Grace Gloria. with the white hair was the younger sister. And yeah, that valley yeah. girl, that's the perfect way to describe the... <laughs> yes, and Gloria, my inspiration vocally was a little like Samantha Jones. It okay. was very like, oh, yes, like that kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you the, the performance you had with the two of them, hilarious. I mean, really. Thank you. And I can speak for a lot of people in the community as well. They found it to be so entertaining it was it was really <laughs> really well done um and, and to just kind of um go with your your roles i i found looking at the characters that you voice to be very interesting right because you start with rio who ends up becoming a barry and that's like a surprise reveal and the barians of course are more on the the evil side if you will uh you voice the tyler twins in Yu-Gi-Oh! arc 5 who are fighting with academia and they're more of a minor role compared to rio but you know they are fighting for the the evil side and then you voice Queen and Vrains, who is just a full-blown antagonist villain, a character that I really wished was like a main villain, because I thought I, know. I, I, I thought we were going to get that with Queen. You probably felt the same way as the show was going Darren on. Darren thought it, we all thought it, and it was like, where did she go? <laughs> yeah, I know, the, the final season starts, and then I duels her, and then that's the end of her. Yeah. That's it, yeah. I know. While Vrains was airing, I mean, because, you know, I, I obviously cover it weekly, so many of us were like, oh, Queen is being set up to be the main, like, final boss, and I I think it would have been fascinating if they went that route it's it's funny I that agree. a lot of you guys also thought that that's where it was headed as well yeah 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 Ugh, yeah. yeah that was yeah i wish she had <laughs> had more to do because she was really fun she was sure. she was yeah. and, and so like do you find it more like entertaining to voice the evil character do you feel like that's kind of your forte i mean because that's just the trend that i i noticed with Yu-Gi-Oh. So I so rarely get to play 
evil characters. Yeah. It is so <laughs> rare because I, I naturally have a very youthful and a very bubbly kind of sound. So I'm I'm more often than not playing children. Right. right. <laughs> playing children, playing teenagers. Um you know, like Rio as Rio is this like bubbly normal teen. And then, you know, the the switch to her being a Baryon is like, oh, whoa, we didn't see that coming. Unless you <laughs> did. Uh but Queen was such a fun challenge because I never get to be just like full tilt, like uh kind of villain. And she really right. was that. And I mean, I'd love to do more of that. I'd love to be in my villain era, but <laughs> we'll see <laughs> if that happens. <laughs> yeah, because I guess the Tyler twins were more like uh uh, well, at least Grace, an airheady type of villain, right? Not yeah, really. <laughs> they were they were like a fun foil more yes. than like a full tilt villain. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, no, and looking at your yeah. other roles outside of Yu-Gi-Oh, I was like, maybe it's just Yu-Gi-Oh where like Darren is like, I can see Allison playing that that villain role really well because um, you don't write as as with most of your characters in like Pokemon and stuff, they're not villains usually. Yeah, no, and I I, <laughs> I really do love playing villains. It's so fun. You know, I, I think with every character, even with Queen, I try to find things that I love about the character, mm -hmm. things that I maybe even, like, relate to with that character. Um, because if you don't if you don't have any, like, empathy for the person you're playing, I feel like you're not going to play them very well. So I think that's always an important step to take, even when they are a full tilt villain. Like, there's probably a reason they are, you know? Right, right. You're looking for that tragic backstory where it's like, ah, you yeah. see? That's why they're <laughs> the way they are. Now I, I get it. Yeah, with, there you go. with Queen, I would have loved if we got that, but you know, it, it is what it Maybe is. Maybe it's coming. Who knows? I mean, Maybe she'll have some comeback. We'll be like, oh, she was being set up. For yeah, you're right. You know, Duel Links. Hey, maybe they'll they'll bring her in, you know? Um, yeah. And, and speaking of Duel Links, so Zexel ends, and it, it's kind of a. Uh, a unique circumstance with you because you're still working on Yu-Gi-Oh, right, with Arc 5, with Vrain, so you're still closely associated with Yu-Gi-Oh, um, but Zexel ends, I think, like, 2014, and then Zexel World comes out, and you get the call that, hey, we need you to come back and, and voice Rio in Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Link. So, what was it like to reprise your, like, first ever big role in, in the franchise? It was like putting on your comfiest pair of slippers for the first time, like the first cold night of the year where you're yes. like, oh, yes. It was like coming home. It was so exciting to get to voice her again. Darren was like, do you need to hear a reference? And I was like, I kind of feel like I don't because she just like lives in me, but let's hear one just for fun. Yep. And oh, yeah, it just... It was so fun to get to like put her on again and, and be her again. And uh, yeah, just an absolute joy. And then I don't know if you know this, but... They had um, some of the voice actors do a tournament against each other. So we had to learn how to play the game. <laughs> oh, that's... I've and then, never heard of that. Oh, my God. It was wild. I had never played, you know, the card game, never played any of the video <laughs> right. games before. My husband gave me, like, a crash course in, okay, so this is how the cards work. <laughs> is this he is dual? You is, your husband, is your husband a duelist? He's a he's a magic guy, okay, and so a lot okay. of like how it works is similar. Yes. So he he was able to apply like that part of his brain to. <laughs> to <laughs> I'm help sure he me had out. a lot of fun with that. And I actually did really well. I came in second place. I was really proud of myself. I was the only lady. Good job. And, um, yeah. Thank you. But like who I ended up going against in the final was somebody who, in addition to being a voice actor, also like really plays the game and has for years and I was like there's no way my utopia card is not gonna like get this guy out of here every time <laughs> like I'm just I'm out <laughs> that's who may I ask who won the voice actor tournament 
Ah, oh, I was it. Was it uh, Elliot? My brain is trying to remember. I know I beat the pants off of Billy Bob Thompson. That's what was <laughs> yeah. There, but... You got you got it. You got to <laughs> definitely disclose who you beat. I mean, that's yes. Yeah, that gotta... was a crowning achievement for me. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, he's been, he's been around for a very long time with you. Oh so that's, yeah, that's and we go very win. far back. Uh, yeah, that's a big win. Good for you. Yeah, I never knew Thanks. that. I never knew there was a uh, behind closed doors secret voice actor duelings tournament that, that's it wasn't amazing. secret they they like they tried to publicize it maybe they didn't publicize it enough but like they wanted people to like watch the voice actors play the game it was a whole to do i mean maybe and... i just totally missed it but i feel like that's something i would have i would have definitely known about i don't know maybe yeah maybe i missed it but that is that's I hope they really do it cool. again i think they i think they actually have continued to do it like they get like the newer characters that have been released in the game and they like get them to come do it so yeah yeah. yeah, no, that's awesome. And then, and then sticking with Duel Links, um, you also had a really, you know, I guess I'm, I keep saying unique experience, but you know, it, it's kind of true where you voiced a character in Ubel that um already had a a previous voice associated with him. So I imagine that that's probably like a unique circumstance where your voice with Rio Queen Tyler Twins you give life to that character for the first time you bell you're going in and there's already a very large backlog of what this character sounded like from the anime so what were some challenges there when you kind of got the role to play you bell in duel links yeah that's a great question so the, the funny thing is um my very first character on pokemon was a voice match i got the part because i was able to listen to what the previous actress was able to bring to it and then try to, you know, not just mimic, but like, you know, bring myself and sound similar enough to what the previous actor sounded like. So yeah. with Ubel, it was a similar challenge where it was like, all right, this person is not able to reprise this role. Um, so we need to recast and here, you know, are some clips of what they sounded like. Give us your best shot. Um, Fortunately, it was somebody who, you know, just naturally my voice sounded fairly similar to. 100%. So then it was like, all right, so, you know, what is her energy? What is she trying to do? What can I bring to it that's going to, you know, make me be the one to get this role as opposed to, you know, the other girls who are pretty good at doing impressions too, you know? Like, <laughs> so it, it was a really fun challenge to get to do that and to step into those shoes. And Ubel has a real big fan base when I go to cons and people are like, you voice you bell in the game. I love her. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you bell is a massive fan base. Those earlier shows, like the, the fans there are very loyal fans to those characters. Oh, extremely. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And they love to tell me that they didn't watch Zexel. They're like, yeah, I stopped watching. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so funny because as, so I've been doing Yu-Gi-Oh! anime content on YouTube now for uh, seven or eight years. And people tell me that all the time. I can't believe people say it to the people that worked on the show. That's crazy. All the time. Oh my all God. the time. That's crazy. <laughs> Listen, I I love honesty, right? Because it's like they're not sugarcoating it. It's like, no, I didn't watch that one. I'm like, I'm sure you're good, and I'm like, yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess they're not they're not like criticizing you or your performance. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I just didn't watch it. Yeah, but that's that so does funny. happen too, though. Uh, I'm sure that does happen too. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. it's like Cons. you know, you Gotta have to. Love it. Yeah, and and you, you know, I actually um just spoke with Tara Sands who voiced Mocha Bakaiba. Um, love Tara. I, ta she was wonderful. That episode uh, will be out a little before this one um but she talked about how she has you know 
very thick skin and like that's just kind of part of it right i mean even for what i do which is not at the level of what you guys are doing i mean you just have to let criticism and comments like that especially when it's not constructive just in one ear out the other right absolutely and it's funny tara tara's somebody who like had already been in this game much longer than i had when i you know joined the voiceover world and you know i think one of my favorite parts about this community is everybody really looks out for each other. It's not like this cutthroat, you know, acting world where people are, you know, who can I, you know, knock out of the way so I get the role. <laughs> and Tara was somebody who I, I watched how she comported herself at cons and, and how she was, you know, obviously in her fantastic acting roles. And she's somebody I always looked up to. And then to, for her to be like as nice as you want her to be, I was like, oh, this is great. I love this. So it's just wonderful to see her successes and, you know, that she's a fantastic person as well. She is. She is. Yeah. And I feel like I've said this now in the last couple of episodes. I said it with Jonathan Ross, the voice of Marek as well, where like I just everybody that I've met that works on Yu-Gi-Oh! Voice actors behind the scenes. Um, they're, they're all not, I have not had a negative interaction with anyone. And I feel like it's to the point now where like Darren, when they when they bring in people, like newer voice actors, they like vet who they are as, as a person as well as there, because there's no way you just get that lucky. Like you have to have a good sense of who is like a kind person that actually is going to like, you know, uh, be nice, you know? Yeah. I, I feel like you're right. Like I'm thinking through the cast and I'm like, Mike Lachio. Yep. One of my dear friends, Erica Great. Schroeder would pick up the phone. Like, even if she was like in a car accident, like literally <laughs> like, like would do anything to help another human being. Like the actual kindest person on the planet is Erica Schroeder. It, it's, it's really incredible. And it, it's, it's just, it's a testament to Darren and the casting. It's a testament to, you know, this community that everybody just shows up in the spirit of generosity and ready to play and ready to, you know, give what they can to the role and give what they can to fans when we meet fans. It's 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 wonderful. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's awesome. It, it really is awesome. Even so many of you guys taking time out of the your holiday schedule to sit down with me for, you know, 30, 40 minutes. I mean, that that <laughs> speaks volumes as well. Um, so out of all the the roles that you've played in Yu-Gi-Oh, because you have played quite a few roles, even, you know, you bell and duel links. Um, which one is your favorite? Oh, tough. I know it's a tough a one. Favorite child. I, I know. I know. Don't worry. They're no, no, none of them are going to hear this. If that makes you feel better. I, that's, that's <laughs> look, you bring up a good point. Uh, I, I guess, I guess I have to say Rio because she was my first, she was the one that I voiced the longest. Um, and you know, I really joining Yu-Gi-Oh when I did and really wanting to feel like I was part of the gang it largely felt like Rio's journey in the very beginning where she's like I know I'm Shark's little sister but like I'm here too and I kick butt and like can I be part of the club like <laughs> yeah good so point. Uh, yeah I I very much felt an affinity for her and with her that that yeah so I think Rio's my fave yeah if I had to guess who you'd pick that that is who I would have guessed <laughs> so yeah, that, yeah. Very, but it's the first one you know so it's always going to have that special place in your heart so I think that yeah makes but a then lot of course of sense. I could talk through all the rest of them and like why they're my favorites too like Grace and Gloria getting the chance to improv ridiculous you know <laughs> millennialisms and yeah you know Queen getting to be a full tilt villain like it's all so fun it's yeah. just all so fun to get to do this for my job like wow <laughs> I, I know no it really is and but again you get to enjoy it because you're you're so good at what you do and you're such a hard worker and so it, it thank you you know that's the payoff yeah of course and uh i always like to ask this 
What does Yu-Gi-Oh mean to you? Ah, <sighs> what does Yu-Gi-Oh mean to me? Yu-Gi-Oh to me is community. It is good sportsmanship. It is fun and and comedy. It is uh yeah, it, it's family. I think it's all of those things. Yeah. Yeah, it's so. I I love asking everyone that I sit down with that question at the end because the answer is is almost always the same, and it's a good answer. It's not you know, there's nothing wrong with it being the same. The fact that it's so consistent among so many of of you guys who have voiced different in different shows at different periods in time just says a lot about the franchise. And um, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, and would you ever, if the opportunity presented itself, would you ever? come back to a Yu-Gi-Oh anime, it, you know, for like a, a show down the road. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Sign cool. me up. I'm in. Darren All right. knows like he could call me in the middle of the night. I'd be like, where am I going? What am I doing? <laughs> yeah. Right. Who am I voicing? Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. That's really, really cool. Well, Allison, um, I want to thank you again for, for taking time and, and sitting down with me. Um, this has been an, an awesome experience. Is there anything that you want to promote? I'll have your site linked in the description. I'll have your social media pages linked in the description. So guys, if you're watching on YouTube, please, um, you know, give her a follow. She is awesome. Anything, any cons coming up? Anything you'd like to promote? So many cons. They are all listed on my website. I'm very active also on Instagram and on TikTok, and I always will promote the ones that are coming up. I actually have one tomorrow in New Jersey. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be at Anime NJ, but I guess this is going to air after that, after it's done. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> uh, in 2024, my, my calendar is very full of cons. And if there's one near you that you like, I really want to meet her, like request me at the con. Um, and then lots of exciting new animation projects and other voiceover things that bless NDAs, I'm like not allowed to say. <laughs> right. But one project that did just come out that I'd love to plug is this cartoon called Back to Back Adventures. Uh, it's currently streaming on YouTube. It is one of the funniest and most well-animated shows we've gotten to do. I'd really love if it started streaming elsewhere. So give it a bajillion views so that people see how fun and funny it is. It's me, it's Lori Himes, it's Emily Kramer, and Samantha Cooper, who are also all uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! voice actresses, um, doing their best. We are sentient backpacks and it's really <laughs> silly and fun highly recommend watching it yeah that's awesome i will i'll do you one better as well i'll have that as the pinned comment to the link to that yeah, series. back awesome. to back you said right back to back yeah okay cool yeah. and emily kramer is someone who we interviewed i think for episode two or three emily's awesome she is the voice the, of course so, of so sky's the fun eyes fact and... is that emily and i went to college together really same year same everything yes and in college, like, we knew each other, but we weren't, like, besties. And then now, as grown-ass women, we have become really close friends. And it's just, <laughs> we're like, what would have happened if we became close in college? It's just very funny. But Yeah, yeah. It, it is funny. There's so many stories like that where, like, someone that was in your high school, your college, and then you became, like, or, like, a mutual friend uh, that you're no longer friends with. And then you became super close, like, well after. Yeah. So that's, that's so funny. That's really funny. Yeah. But, yeah, back-to-back, -back, guys. <laughs> Check it out on YouTube. I haven't, I'll, I'll be checking it out, too. So I'm sure it's amazing. Um, I'm sure it is because it, it sounds like a great.
great cast of people bringing it to life. So, Thank you. It's yes, really of course, fun. of course. So, um, and if you do want to meet Allison at any convention, her entire schedule is on her site, which will be linked in the description. Allison, thank you so much again for coming on. Uh, you were awesome, and we really do appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks again for having me. Of course. Thank you guys all so much for watching here on YouTube. Thank you for listening on podcast sites as well. If you're uh, listening to this, this has been another wonderful episode of Voices from the Shadow Realm. Thank you all so much for watching. I'll talk to you in the comments, and I hope you have an amazing day. Take care, guys. Wow.